Welcome back to another episode of Sports Tech Atlanta Sea Talk. I'm your host, Sterling Mack, joined on the other end by Taylor Mack. Um, got three exciting stories for you today, as well as, as our typical funding rounds as well. Um, we'll start off, give a little shout out to the Dodgers. I've been reluctant to talk about them after they beat the Braves in the playoffs. Um, but, you know, it's it's cool for that team. I think from Kershaw, Justin Turner, those guys that have been there a couple times here now, especially for Kershaw, someone who's had a, um, a decade run of, of true success uh, within baseball and, and, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer and just had has not had the success in the playoffs. And obviously with them getting cheated out of a World Series with the Astros, uh, to be able to kind of overcome that analytics may have helped it helped them out because they're one of the top teams that use analytics, but also on the other side, I think the Rays may have relied on it. You know, and maybe, maybe you can look at it two different ways, right? The analytics just didn't work out for the Rays this time. Cause if you look at that team, that, that team should not be in the world series based off of just talent alone. So analytics got them there, but there were definitely some decisions within the world series where analytics hurt them. Um, so super tough. I'm sure Blake Snell is um, going to think about, it's tough. He's going to think about what what could have been for the rest of his career or rest of his life, to be honest with you. So, um, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think he does. He knows what would have happened. It's not. He doesn't well, have to live with anything. Well, I think so because it's one of those where, like, you know, those games where you're always like, "What could have been," right? And especially when you're the one in control, like you're rolling. You've got seventy three pitches through five innings, guys on first base, but who cares and you're, you're, you're apps. You're in one of those, you're a side young winner in a groove. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think I'm looking at it from like, he's not uncle Rico and like, you know, if coach would have put me in, uh, you know, we would have won state or something like, like he was rolling. Like he, he knows if they would have let him in, left him in, they would have most likely won. Cause he was just demoralizing that entire Dodgers lineup. Even he, was though he, was, he was going to see them for the third time at that point, as they saw him twice already. But I think the biggest thing is he's just like, you know what? They already backed the Brink, Brink, Brink's truck up one time. Time to do it again. Well, he didn't even really get paid, paid right? Um, and he should. He's one of the top guys in the league, has been for a minute. Um, I remember when I did some stuff with MLB's, um, like, damn, kind of like cutting up some of the ML, ML, minor league baseball stuff. Like, I remember he, he would just like – pop off the screen when you would watch his, his games. And um, so tough one. Ray's had an amazing season, um, but I started off with analytics because we have an analytics company that we want to highlight here. Um, the first story here is around hot route analytics. Uh, so this hot, is route. hot route. Hot route. Thank you for that scene for the wedding crashers. Hot route. Hot route. You're welcome. That's really all there is to it. That's all there is. Um, They are a Charlotte-based startup here, um, and their idea is to go after small and medium-sized university athletic programs to become their personal analytics team. Um, One of the quotes from one of the founders uh, from one of the stories that I pulled is, they are helping to give competitive advantages to smaller colleges with a smaller budget. and I thought this was really interesting because analytics plays such a big part in what we're doing today. If you don't have t- to this point, right? 
if you're a small D1, D2, D3, NAIA, right? You don't have the ability to either pay for a big time platform or pay multiple data scientists to be able to just sit there and go through uh, tons of film and, and create these algorithms to be able to, to produce the analytics that, that the top schools do. So having a platform that does it for you, a, a team or a, a, you know, a platform and then a team beyond the, behind that platform to be able to do it for these small colleges, I think is an amazing idea and something that I think so many people will adapt to. What do you think about this one? No, I think it's great. And, uh, the two products right now are based off of base. Well, the two sports they're in are baseball and football, and they call it next pitch for baseball and next play in football. And it's using the data to predict what those plays would be, whether if you're using that from an end game perspective or if you're going through the week of practice and you're using the analytics to break down, you know, your third and long situations, second down situations or in baseball, what you're going to do when so-and-so is at the plate or sorry, uh, you know, uh, either at the plate, I guess, or uh, on the mound, and you have you know your your hitter who likes to go towards right field. You see a shift that's going to happen, so it just gives you analytics to back up your decisions. Um, hopefully for baseball, good decisions, and you don't do what they did with Blake Snow, like Sterling had, had just said. But it, it it really does give you that idea. So they're saying you know you you have Catawba College. If you've never, if you've never heard of Catawba College, it's uh, a Southern University in, in South Carolina, North, North Carolina, uh, in the North Carolina mountains. And uh, you take colleges like that, whether if you're at Ithaca College, go out go out west and you can use the last chance U college that just uh, the community college for football out in Oakland. Um, so going for those smaller schools and being able to give them that leg up. So now coaches, they are still watching film and they're doing their breakdowns. But now you have that intern in the room. You have that GA in the room that all these major schools have to be able to do that grunt work to, to provide for these coaches so that they can then in turn give that to the players. And then the players can study up and be ready for Saturday or for that three game, three game um, stretch that you're going to have for, for college baseball uh, as you know, you do your road trip or a home game, whatever. But I, I really do like the idea of where they're coming with this. And I think as they, continue to get bigger and grow. I, I want to see how that works because this is, it's a great idea and the initial input into it is nice. So I want to see how they do grow this though, because it, it's, it's complicated. It is. Yeah. But I mean, there, there are three out, areas of focus, right? And I think three areas that athletic programs focus on are the in-game management, player development and recruiting. And that's kind of their three pillar strategy, if you will, uh, of how they are building out their platform, but also providing these analytics to teams. So they're able to lock in all three of these. I think the biggest ones on that one, to be completely honest with you, right, are um, player development and recruiting. Obviously, in-game in -game management you need, especially from, to your point, right, I, I think when you're focused on football and baseball, I think baseball is so big from an in-game management perspective, but, um, and football as well, but baseball, everyone just uses analytics. So um, I, I think it's a, a great start of how they're building this out and something that, like you said, I mean, so many small colleges out there that can truly adapt to this and, and hopefully use them uh, moving forward to be able to, you know, really have those, those advantages uh, with their own data. Hot round, hot, hot round, hot round. John, would you, just go, would, you just go, would you just go stand over there? Again, check them out, hot route analytics um, uh, for more information there. So the next one, I thought this was pretty interesting because I didn't know this was there. So 
Uh, it's called Battlefly. And Battlefly is kind of like a virtual YMCA for esports. Uh, it's a digital platform home to over 230,000. 230,000 esports tournaments and leagues from the popular from popular game developers, consumer brands, sports organizations, colleges, high school professional teams, streamers, gaming communities, and fans. Um, so they have competitions across every major title, and their mission is to help everyone with a passion for esports build an amazing and authentic experience for their fans, customers, employees, and their friends. So uh, Battlefly just partnered with Stack Sports. We've highlighted Stack Sports multiple times uh, on this pod uh, to provide sports organizations an all-in-one technology solution for esports tournaments and event management. Uh, so this partnership should bring together the um, really standards of technology within sport and esports and help organizations deliver professional and safe programs to kids around the world. Taylor, what do you think about this yeah, you know, already partnered up with the, you know, major organizations, FIFA, Bundesliga, Bundesliga, Turner Sports, Vancouver Canucks, Red Bull, uh, <clears throat> partnered Stacks, and then Stack Sports already has 50 million users, 50 million users. And so just picture, like like they, he said, it's the YMCA for esports. So now you're able, you know, if you're a, you have your buddies and you meet some people, say at the gym, you're like, you know what, you have common, common likes of playing Halo. And you're like, you know what, I will host a tournament and you will put your money in through this tournament. You can invite whoever you want and that money will be sitting directly in that tournament. I, I, I hope you can use money in there, but the tournament will officially be set up through, um, through this platform. And then with that, Everybody can sign in. You can track where your progress is. So it keeps tournaments up to date. But we're just regular Joes. You know, we're not top, top upper echelon type players. We're just doing this for the fun of it. But it keeps track legitimately for tournaments that you're that you want to host. So now your your regular clubs that you might have with people and you want to extend that to another wing or another branch of a club that's in another city and bring those two together for whatever games that you guys are playing. Uh, it gives you that opportunity. So it connects a lot of people. It connects a lot of official leagues, um, like like I had already just mentioned. But really, really, really good process. Really, really, really nice platform. You know, you're not gonna get gypped here. That's all I can say. Yeah, you, you know, you know those how those bootleg tournaments used to go, where you sign up and you show up, and it's all mosh posh everywhere. It, it, you, you know, it, it's not legit. You got you got scammed basically. It ain't happening. It ain't happening here. It's crazy. Said so I did a Madden tournament. Ooh, I'm about to uh, age myself here. This was 2007 when Madden was good. The gameplay was way better then. Now it's like so hard, and I don't mean that like games shouldn't be hard. I'm just saying like it, the game, the way the game functions is not good. I mean, yeah. 2K is the same way. Like 2K is. I actually 2K, don't enjoy 2K is garbage. 2K is I don't enjoy playing 2K. The only game that I like sports game that I truly enjoy playing is FIFA. Uh well, of the ones that are currently going. I still enjoy playing NCAA 14. Gameplay. Oh, of course. I, I honestly thought about I was sitting here as so I was thinking about this. I was like, I might go fire that up. <laughs> I mean, it's the it's still the greatest. It's <laughs> that franchise is still better, 10 times better than Madden. And with Madden having no competition with that in the summer in their summer release, Madden just re-releases the same package of game gameplay style every year. 
just taking sixty dollars from people. It's, it's robbery. If there was an NCAA tournament right now, do you think you would like? If there was a thousand people, do you think you can get the top one hundred? No, I'll be honest with myself. No, I'm good. I'm not bad at Madden or sorry NCAA. But after playing Formula One online, I've realized how much time people put in online in these games. Oh, it's crazy now. I just need I'm not dedicated enough to put in that time. But if we're talking 2010, when everybody was just like, you know, we're we're playing and it's not that serious, but we we are serious while we're playing. But we're not taking it as like a job to, to train in this. Yeah, I think I would. I'm solid. I could I could stack up against anybody, but these these kids nowadays, these the and adults, I ain't, I'm not I'm nowhere near close. I can admit that. I'm not gonna lie. I jumped on, I guess, kind of the middle of the pandemic, the the middle of like being locked down essentially. And um, big, I'm not a big barstool guy, but um, big cat from barstool was doing that whole. He was doing the stuff on Twitch, and I was like, let's just get, I'm gonna get on and see if someone wants to play me. And I went like five and zero, like late one night. So I'm not saying I would get top 100. I'm still really good though. Yeah, that's a good point because it's not like the skills go away. We've been, we've, I've been playing. You've been playing NCAA for ten years now. You know, years, yeah. years. So that's a good point. You know, I guess I'm. I might be underestimating my skills, but awesome with going five and zero because I am it good at NCAA. It it, it it must feel, it has to feel good. You're just running through people, especially like when you know how to just, when you know how to play the game and the intricacies. So, you know, we might have to throw a little tournament on here and just bring NCAA back. Well, we can do that with uh battle fight and obviously be able to put together one. So again, shout out to them. I think this is a super cool um, partnership. I know we got a little sidetracked there kind of going down, reminiscing about games there, but um Battlefy and what they're doing with Stack Sports, providing sports organizations an all-in-one technology solution for esports tournaments and event management. So definitely check them out. Uh, a last one uh, from a story perspective. This also could have been a um, our product of the week, but I came across this. This might have been like in a Sport Techie article or something. I don't know where I found this. To be honest with you, but um, I found this game, which is called Game Face, but it's produced by beyond sports, which specializes in analyzing and visualizing player positional tracking data in order to create virtual match simulations. So they launched their first consumer facing app, which focused on the Gen Z fans, which again is called game face. So it's launched in partnership with the Dutch definitely not going to say this correctly. Uh, Eredivisie, Divisie. Yeah the most elite level of soccer in the Netherlands. So the app gives fans the ability to interact with live and on-demand games uh, like never before. So I thought what was cool for me as I saw this was you can essentially kind of like put yourself into the game, right? Uh, So you can like be a part of the game as you're watching the game, become a player on the pitch, create your own highlights and then share them. And I was like, this is dope. (laughs) I mean, I would even do this. I I can't imagine if I was like 12 years old and being like, oh, I can put myself into the game right now. Um, So it's super cool. And to their point, right, with stadium visits being limited or impossible, um, 
trying to get fans closer to the action is what they were trying to do. And they're able to solve this with this, with this new app. What'd you think about this one, Taylor? It doesn't move the needle for me, Sterling. I'm being completely honest. It doesn't. I, 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 I think it's cool, you know, being able to be a part of the game, like you said, and uh, you're basically on the field, but uh, I feel like this is, this is like the fifth, the fifth app that we've seen that, that, that connects these fans in the midst of the pandemic here. Um, I would have to go through a trial of it. I would love to not trying to, not trying to crap crap all over this or anything like that, because I think the idea of it is very cool, but it, it, it hasn't, it didn't move the needle for me as I was going through and doing my research on it. It's interesting. I mean, would you, so you feel like, is that just age right now? Are you aging yourself? Or do you feel like you, even if you were a kid, let's say, let's use the sport that you played, right? Football. If you were able to put yourself in the game and be a, create your own highlight of you being on the Falcons, you wouldn't have done that. I don't know. It's like the Mike Vick. It's like, it's like the Mike Vick commercial where you're on the field and you're doing that, but it's not real like life. You know, I, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it, I like the idea, like I said, but let me ask the question back to you, I guess. Mm-hmm. So you're just implanting yourself as uh, I can't, I can't remember the winger for the Netherlands. Let's just say Ronaldo Juventus and you're tracking him. Let me ask that question. So you're, you're tracking him from his vantage point or you've now replaced Ronaldo and I can do my own things. Cause I, I thought I took this as you're just watching the game from Ronaldo's point of view. So it's not like you can do anything different. You're just viewing as Ronaldo. So the way that I read it is that you actually kind of put yourself into the game. Um, which I think is super cool. So you're able to kind of input yourself and it's, it's immersive and it's not like this true, um, you know, it's not like it's, it's like with this character, essentially think of, think of being able to be Pablo from that. What was that computer game? Pablo. Remember Pablo, like the baseball player, the hitter. Oh, you're talking backyard baseball. Backyard baseball. Thank you. Think of a character like that, and you're able to then like kind of immerse yourself into the game. So then you can essentially kind of be this like character. So I think it's kind of I think it's I, I personally think it's super cool, right? So for this to continue to move the needle for me, I think the idea of it is cool. But for this to really move the needle for me, I need Ready Player One type of first player immersion. I want to be able to, boom, I'm transported down on the field. I can walk around. I can VR it pretty much and have the real feel of making my own you know, moves and feels and decisions out on the field. That, that to me, would be to be the best. But obviously, you have to start somewhere. So it, it is cool. Um, I would have to see some more development if I'm going to just keep it 100. No, I get you there. I mean, I think it's to your point. We've There's been so multiple stories here especially over the past couple of months is people have tried to pivot with COVID and not, you know, we're, there's so much uncertainty for next year as well with, with how fans will go and things like that. There's spikes right now in Europe. We're spiking over here. Uh, what does that all mean for sports coming back to normal? And so I, you know, I, I think it's, I think it's super cool. I think it's one of those things too, where like, I think as you probably apply it or you do it, you download the app and things like that. And you, you're able to like cut your own videos and, and, 
kind of immerse yourself in that way, I think it's probably something you'll have to like kind of touch and feel to see if you kind of like it. Right. But, um, that is, uh, again, that's beyond sports, which launched their app. Uh, yeah. Base. So just to put a little extra information, just to clear it up for people. So what they do so that you can impose, you know, yourself into the, into the, to the real life version, I guess, or sorry, the 3d version, they take the player tracking data from Iridia, uh, sorry, Iridivisi matches and transforms it into a full 3D simulation. And then this is how you're able to show these live matches in real time and then immerse yourself onto the field as, you know, the player as well. So um, cool, but needs a couple more things, just in my opinion. So we'll transition to the product of the week. And I thought this this is one of those, you know, high prices get a ton of um really just a ton of like media play and things like this. So I came across this, which is called um, percussion. So they have a flagship device called pulse, which helps with the therapy uh, of of really like sports recovery. Um, So it's like this kind of like small ball that you kind of put underneath yourself. It was actually created by a former U S gymnast who really had tried all these different things. It was like, I'm still sore after working out, still sore after doing certain things. So he created, um, like I said, this roller, right? Kind of like ball roller to kind of work on people's muscles and things like that. So I thought this was super cool. It's one of those where I've been like trying to find like a, a massage ball myself just because like the one, the massager that I have isn't great. Um, so I came across, again, this pulse vibrating massage ball uh, created by percussion um, that I think is super cool and already 75 plus athletes within NFL, NBA, MLB, MLS, PGA, and the Olympics are already using it. Yeah, it's just another aid to be able to stretch out your your body, whether if you're trying to break down lactic acid from a, from a workout that you've had um you're getting back from you know you're you're recovering and you need to make sure those muscles are continuing to stretch out continuing to get that movement so that you can get better get back faster or just from a rehab perspective as well making sure the muscles are are loose and um this is this i love anything when it comes to um kind of therapy for yourself or that self-administered therapy so it's a good ball and being able to you know, help you continue to stretch, help you continue to get better. So yeah, just another thing that goes into this market, but uh, very solid product. Yeah. Yeah. And again, that is the percussion pulse vibrating massage. Cool. So not a ton of funding rounds here. I think the, the biggest one that everyone's kind of highlighted here uh, last couple of days is the, um, UK betting data provider Genius Sports. Uh, so they are planning to go public through a merger with DMY Technology Group the second, um, which is the New York listed special purpose acquisition company. So in a deal worth around 1.5 billion, including debt. Uh, the transaction, I believe, is supposed to close early next year as the calendar turns. But um, if you're not familiar, Genius Sports partners with the likes of like the NBA premier league and PGA tour to supply betting firms with data from sporting events. So obviously super huge from what they do from a data collection perspective, uh, again, bigger. We talked about this with bet spurts last week, uh, just with so many states now starting to adopt. I think again, we're up to 13 states that have adopted, um, 
new laws around and surrounding betting, allowing people to bet within those states. Um, so this comes at the perfect time as sports betting is, again, just on the rise. Sports are back. And you can you can tell by um, really all the numbers. And uh, actually meant to, to have that, that kind of ready for this. But the, the amount of betting that is going on, especially with the World Series, football, uh, NBA playoffs have just ended um, for states like Indiana, Pennsylvania has been absolutely crazy. Uh, New Jersey here over the past couple of months. So again, um, shout out to Genius Sports as they plan to uh, go public here. And that is it. Like I said, not a ton of funding here. So only funding route we're going to highlight um, today. We appreciate it. I am Mac on this side. Find me on Instagram and Twitter, tmac29 for Taylor on the other side. We appreciate it. Rate, subscribe, uh, and we'll look forward to you on another episode of Sports Tech Atlanta. See you talk.